Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your presence in this place. We ask that you will teach us your word and prepare us for 2022 to the glory of your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Hallelujah. You can have your seat. I just want to give you an insight and I want to welcome everyone. I, I, I believe they are streaming live now. I welcome everyone from Levkosia, Guzeliot, uh, Magosa, and Levke. God bless you guys for joining. Not many times do I desire to teach along what I call an esoteric dimension of the word of God. Um, but it is very necessary that I go into this particular topic because I believe it's going to help each and every one of us actually to settle in properly this year 2022 I want to talk to you about the power of gates and the concept of gates and I want you to open your spirit the challenge that we have in the church today is that we massively walk in ignorance massively they powerlessness we experience among believers is simply because we are ignorant of diverse knowledge captured in the kingdom of God. And this is why many people are struggling. We are not talking about reasons why you struggle. We are talking about the lack of knowledge. Because the Bible said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So when you do not have knowledge, the right knowledge, then your work as a believer will be something of struggle. And that is why if you look around, you can find many believers today. It used to be at least you can find some but as the years go by, you notice that people are losing even their faith in the whole concept of Christianity or the kingdom of God because people lack the necessary foundation. People lack the tool to tackle day-to-day -day issues. So, you rather just be praying for breakthrough, praying for success, praying for this, praying for that. But people are not asking how these things happen. And this is why when you, you studied the Old Testament, you will be shocked at the level the prophets walked. The level of power the level of control they had over nations. And in those days, 
you know, they had just one at a time. So one prophet in a whole nation will hijack the system of a nation and rule by the reason of decrees and kings will be running after them. Today we have many prophets. In short, greater than the prophets. Yet we lack the knowledge. So when you talk about mysteries like the gates, you talk about mysteries of, you know, certain dimensions of God, of the kingdom, people are largely ignorant of it. But I would love that you know this. Every nation you enter has got a gate. Every nation you enter has a gate. And every gate is manned by someone or something. Every family you enter has got a gate. And that gate is manned by a person or someone. Please, if you are listening to this message, I want you to pay attention. If prayers alone answers everything, then all you need to do is to pray. But some of us, we've been praying for years. In short, it has come to the point that after praying, you are not even sure if this one will work. Because you've been praying since the time you were small. You grew up seeing your father, your mother pray, and the situation remained the same. In short, the things you, you heard your dad and mom pray about are the things you are praying for now. It didn't happen with your prayer. So, there's already something inside of you that questions the capacity of your prayer coming to pass. In the midst of all these things, we are still not asking, what can I do? What is it that I need to know? But if you look at the, you know, into the scripture, you will see a concept a system called gates. Even God has got a gate. The Bible says, enter into his gates. So God has got a gate. And there is a system of opening God's gate. You cannot approach a door with a wrong key and expect it to open just because you have a key. You can't approach your car with your door key. It doesn't happen. So every gate has got a system. How you can open it. And men that rule over nations are men that understood the gates system of that nation. Not the prayer warriors. So 2022 now has got gates in the realm of the spirit. It is not by what you are going to do is by understanding the mystery behind the gates. I want to show you some things today. Just permit me. I mean, while looking at scriptures, 
I saw more than 60 of them. So I, I got a bit confused. Okay, Father, where do I start? In talking about the gates. If you look through scriptures, you will see where the Bible mentions several places in the Old Testament, the gates of the righteous. The gates of the righteous. It's not a place he said, open the gates of the righteous. That means even the righteous has got a gate. Now, Isaiah 60 says something. He said, and your gates shall continually be open. What if your gate is not continually open? It means certain things cannot come in into your city. Because you are the city set upon the hill. So you look at certain dimensions in the Old Testament and certain things certain men did. You keep wondering what's going on. Why did they do that? For example, the Bible mentioned about a man called Samson. He said at night while they were waiting for the morning to arrest him. The Bible said at midnight he rose and went and took the gates of a city. Carried it at his back, on his back. And moved. Why at the middle of the night? He could have done it at any time because he had the power on him. So he wasn't limited by time. But he chose midnight. The Bible said, and he woke at midnight and went for the gates. Why didn't he just hit down the walls? Why didn't he just destroy it? But he went for the gates. And he said he uprooted it from the hinges. What is it that happens at the gate that a prophet prophesied and said, by this time tomorrow, this floor shall be sold for this at the gates of Samaria. Why not at the city center? He said, at the gates. That means the gates signify stronghold. And you hear a place in the scripture where they say, lift up your head, O ye gates. So that the king of glory may come in. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, secure the gates. Secure the gates. Secure the gates. Please look at your neighbor. Say, secure the gates. Secure the gates. So when I say to us today, let us pray. Pray. As someone with the right tool, you go to your family, maybe your, you know, you notice that the person that, that holds the gate of your whole clan is one witch like that. That's why you've not traveled home for the past 10 years. So I'm going to show you some things today. I will probably start from the Old Testament and I will move right into the New. So to give you a clear understanding. I hope you want to go on this journey with me. Huh? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay. Daniel chapter 2. And verse 49. Daniel chapter 2 verse 49. Then Daniel requested of the king and he set Shadrach, 
Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon, but Daniel sat where? Why? Why did he choose to sit at the gate of the king? You will read it as a story and just Daniel sat at the gate as if Daniel just went and sat at one big gate. Why would he choose to sit at the gate of the king until you read his storyline very well, you will understand why he welded influence over the king. The person that is in charge of a gate of a city is in charge of that city. I'm going to show you some things. You know, when you read it as a story, you will read it and you pass. You read it, you pass. You read it, you pass. You read it, you pass. Oh, and, and Daniel sat at the gate of the city and you say, okay, what next? But you just missed the revelation there. So Shedra, Meshach, and Abednego, he said, okay, go into the province and rule from there. Why? I sit at the gate here. Why? I will show you another. Just follow me today. Second hmm. Kings chapter 1, chapter 7, verse 1. Second Kings 7, verse 1. Then Elijah said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Ask your neighbor, what is being sold at your gates? No food in Samaria, yet the prophet prophesied. He said, at the gate. Let's keep going. Just touching some scriptures. Just touching some scriptures. Psalms 107 and 16. Psalms 107 and 16. Very popular scripture. Psalms 107, verse 16. For he has broken the gate of brass. And what? Oh, now, ask your neighbor, what is the gate of brass? You see, things we read and we never think about them. For he has broken the gate of brass. Why will he break the gate? For what reason? And in your mind, you are thinking the gate of brass is one big gate in front of your father's house. One physical gate. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. These things are not necessarily the gate you crossed while you are coming in. These are spiritual. He has broken the gates of brass. Why? Do you know that there are some certain people you encounter because you are not knowledgeable? In anger, they look at you and they say, I close your gates. That's it. 
So there are people that they are just operating under closed gates. What is this thing about gates? That even God said, I will break the gates of brass. You know, during the whole night, I said, when God said to me to go and secure the gates, I, I, I think I said it on Sunday. I know you just say, ah, wow, powerful. <laughs> powerful. God just told him to go and secure the gates. Secure the gates. You don't even understand what the gates is all about. Now, if a thief wants to come to your house, What would be their number one target? What would be, I mean, if they really want to assess that house, now you hear the word like strong man. If you want to enter into a strong man's house, you first of all. So, where will a strong man stand in the first place? So, who is at the gate of your father's house? Who is manning that gate? Who is there? You know, sometimes I think the reason why people are getting bored with Christianity is because they don't have enough knowledge. So they are not excited about anything because all you know is have faith. Believe God. So you are struggling with sin. Just try to believe God for the next meal. After a while, you lose desire to do anything because there's nothing that excites you. I can sit at home and say, oh my goodness, gates. I will begin to explore, read the Bible, try to get dimensions of gates. And then I practice it in a place of prayer. I say, Father, I stand at the gates of this. I can't even mention the seven gates of the Spirit. So you don't just say, I enter into the seven gates of the Spirit. And then you enter there, somebody will just do you like a bomb on your head. Because you are not even equipped to, to, to tapper with gates. Psalms 127 verse 5. Psalms 127 verse 5. Watch this. Psalms 127 verse 5. He said, happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies. Where? That is, it gets where you contend. Your your tools need to be equipped. Can you see that? He said, for they shall speak with the enemy. It's not your good there. He said, how are you? He's now showing you, he said, happy is the man that has his quiver full. He said, they shall speak to his enemies at the gates. 
the year of great grace, you think all hell went and slept. Once they had great grace, they knew or they now know that great power is coming with it. So what are they going to do? They start looking for gates to man. If we can stop them from assessing, then what is the grace all about? When they cannot even assess spiritual mysteries. So you notice people will be in a nation struggling because they've not possessed the gates. You see this year, this day is not, there's no room for ignorance. So. so don't be one of those that will learn by, by pains. I can keep showing you and I, I will. Proverbs 14 and 19. Proverbs 14 verse 19. He said, the evil bow before the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. Who is the righteous? You. It means you have what? The gates. And the wicked at the gates of the righteous. Isaiah 45, verse 1. Isaiah 45, verse 1. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him. I will lose the lions of the kings, to open before him the two-leaved gates, and the gates shall I not shall not be shut I will anoint him I will give him the capacity so that the two lived you know what two lived means the gates that are two the ones we have in Africa mostly he said I will command the gates to open now when you hear these declarations if you don't have a bit of the Holy Ghost inside of you, your image will only be the gates in your father's house. The ones that open like this and open like this. What I'm only trying to paint here is that whether you know this or not, if you enter into the spiritual realm, there are gates there. There are gates there. That's why when sometimes we teach, we don't teach certain things. Because we don't have the capacity to grasp them. It's like the Bible says, and the Spirit of God came upon Stephen and he looked and saw heaven open. So when you hear the words, he saw heaven open. You know, the way KJV wrote it, he would say he just saw heaven open. So maybe the clouds parted. But it's got nothing to do with that. It's a gate that opened before him. And he saw God clearly. 
I prophesied to someone, every gate closed against you and your family. This year is opening in the name of Jesus. You are going to pray it through. We are not done yet. Let me show you another. Isaiah 60 and verse 11. Therefore, thy gates shall be open. They shall not, they are, it means there's a possibility. Gates can be shut. They shall not be shut day or night that men may what? Bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles and their kings may be brought. That means when you begin to experience scarcities in your life, it's a sign of a closed gate. When you don't have people coming into your life to bless you, it's a sign of a closed gate. But thank God for the prophecy. Thy gates shall be continually open. Continually. Day and night. That means your blessings will not only be in the afternoon. You should be sleeping and people are planning how they will bless you. Why? Because your gates are... Now, it means if your gates are closed spiritually, there are people that can never dream of being a blessing to you. It just doesn't happen. Now, if I ask you, how many of you have been blessed by people continually before, you will say, oh, no, 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 it doesn't happen. And if I said, pray now, you begin to say, Father, everyone that will bless me, let them come now continually. It's not, that's not the prayer. The prayer is now lift up your heads. Tackle the reason why when they come, they can proceed and When you have these tools, you pray effectively. When you have these tools, you pray effectively. When you have these tools, you pray effectively. Matthew 16, 18. Very popular place. Look at what Jesus said. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church. And shall not against. Uh, if you want to use a better word, the gates of hell will not prevail against the gates of the church. So you enter a family, you see that the enemy has already constructed their gates. Locked everybody. People are struggling there. You know, sometimes because we want to preach new message, per se, we just tell you, you walk in freedom. Amen. You are free. Oh. But there are things that are around you that you need to free. That's why the Bible said, Something, the endless expression of all creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. And then he said, the, the creature, they wait so that they can be liberated with the same freedom we have received. 
means now that you are free, liberate your gates. Scatter the gates. Install your own. This is the way it works. Now, the reason I'm using this as the first teaching for the year, if we do not tackle the gates, I don't want to say what I'm going to say. So if you're watching from anywhere, just pay attention. You know, I was watching a former wizard and he said something, he said every night they move from city to city and they project, you know, towards the heavens, looking over cities, and they will begin to lock up cities, curse cities. They will say, may every family here, may there be issues in the family, may there be divorce in families here. They will be cursing families. He said, when we do that, most times what the words we speak will land on some houses. The words we speak, when you try to land on some houses, fire will come and engulf them. And sometimes when we want to go to those houses, we notice that there is a strong gate that covers them with an angel that mans the gate. And while I'm listening to that, I was listening to that, I was just writing down because now the man is helping me get keys. So when we tell the story of Samson, we tell the story of Samson as a man that loved women. But we also forget that he was, he was a man that understood strategies more than loving women. So you can be more perfect than him, yet more, less powerful. Because he understood strategies. How I wish we can balance the two. So when we pray tonight, we're going to address the gates. I don't know where you are listening from. The gates of Lefke, Lefkosia, Magosa, Guinea, the gates of Northern Cyprus, the gates of Cyprus. Just leave the gates of our other nations. Take over here first. You know, when you hear or see certain things in the scripture, let that stir up something 
when you, you see Jesus say, I've given you the keys. Why keys? What do you do with keys? You open doors or gates, you open something. So Jesus presented something there by saying, if you don't use the keys, what is supposed to open will remain closed. That whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever you lose on earth is losing in heaven. So what do we even bind and lose? So when Jesus hung on the cross and the Bible said he gave up the ghost, what tore open? The curtain. We call it the curtain. But that was the gate into the holy place. Spiritually. Tore open. He said, now you can enter. So everything about life operates according to gates. And our generation, I don't know. Everything is a joke. Everything is a joke. Spiritual things, joke. Please, I want you to hear me. Follow instruction. Don't just go into the place of prayer and begin to say, gates close, open. This uh -uh. Understand the way to do it. Now, I can keep going about the gates. No, but I don't want to do that tonight because of time. Now is the time for you to secure the gates. Secure the gates. Secure your gates. We have to do it. Be a watcher. That's how to secure it. Be a prayer person. Stand watch. Even if you are so weak, after being weak, go back to your post. But never leave your gates unattended. Because while men slept, the enemy came. And so tired. Not sleeping at night. generation we are too careless too careless when you tell people something you say that the first night will not guarantee a successful year it doesn't matter the heaviness of the amen Thank God for, for
for you and for growth. You know, when I look around and I see many of you pressing in to grow, you have a challenge. You have something that has been happening in your life. You look at your family. You see a pattern. And now you can see that that pattern is flowing to you as well. It is time to rise and end the onslaught of the enemy in your family. Make up your mind to end it with you. Don't manage it until you bring forth children and then transfer battle to them. End that system. If you're a man here, start learning how to be the head of a house in the place of prayer. Practice waking up in the, in the middle of the night to pray. This is for everybody now, not for men. You see, this year, 12 midnight must be your friend. Pray. Don't lie on the bed to pray. Stand. Because that's the system of sleep. You lie on the bed and say, And you know how the enemy deals with you when once you do you see yourself 8 a.m. That would be the smoothest sleep you ever had. No bad dream will come. Because the enemy knows that putting a bad dream is, a, is for you to wake up and say, hey! I sh- I sh-. So you, you dreamless sleep. 8 a.m. You are up. You say, I should have prayed this night. Oh. Hey, listen, have you noticed how you can watch movies up until 4 a.m.? Until you declare, I'm going to pray this night. You understand that sleep is a spirit. They call it slumber. Slumbering. This year, let me tell you the truth. If you pray from 12 to 3 for 7 days, Systems that work. But because of laziness, we say grace has done it all. That's what we use. Jesus died on the cross for me, so why should I pray? Oh, yet the same Jesus prayed. He will wake up 3 a.m. and pray. And you are questioning why you should pray. He prayed up until the moment of his arrest. I don't know what is happening to our generation because we, feel, we believe that we can do what we did last year, this year, and then it will turn out different. I mean, where, where is the change, the real change? If God cannot hear your voice when you sing Odogunaya at night, why do you think he will respond in the daytime when you say Odogunaya? When your voice is not known in the place of the secret, 
Are you not? Have you not read the word the Bible said? He and the, the Lord that sees in the secret will reward you openly. So openly means what everybody can see. So what happens in your secret? Your secret is sleep, slumber. You know, sometimes people don't like this kind of teaching. According to the prophecy you have received, as Paul said to, to Timothy, that you now make a good warfare. This year, this year, you have to do something different. Wake up in the, in the middle of the night. You have an appointment in a, a particular day. Wake up at, even if you want to sleep all night, at least wake up by three. Between three and five, make sure you take charge of the day. Because every activity of hell ends by four. And then, from four to five, is the speaking into a new day. How many of you want something new in your life? Okay. Can I ask a question? Let me see some people who are really uh, studying. When God wanted to breathe into the dry bones, where did the wind come from? Huh? Huh? From the east. If the mentioning of that east is not important, the Bible wouldn't have mentioned it. Why did he mention the wind from the east came? What is the east? Why did Daniel pray facing the east? They think it's Muslims that started it first. Is there something that happens when you pray facing the east? Do you want to command something new to begin to happen in your life? When then I, I look through the word of God, I look for systems, ancient systems, practiced by ancient men that got them results. So when the king made the decree and said, nobody shall pray in this, in this place, Daniel will go and open the window facing the east and will be praying while people are seeing him. I know some of you say, ah, but am I supposed to be looking for East now? Or you're even already saying, where is East self? I know the ocean there is not. This one, if you look at it. Amen. I studied architecture, construction. There's a field we entered into, but it's only like five people around the world that is making studies into that. We call it spiritual architecture. In the olden days, when they build churches, they always position the altar at the east. Go to Jerusalem. Go to Israel. Go to all these ancient churches in Iran. All the altars are positioned at the east. And the three magi came from the east. So if you look through the word of God, you notice that there's something unique about the East. 
So I said, I said, why would they position the altar at the east? This, this one. So, you know, a professor in the U.S. started making tests and everything about east and so. I noticed that when people sleep facing, you know, with their head towards the east, they are more at a at a plane. But now you cannot teach that, though these mysteries are from scriptures. But because we lack the mystery, we say, Oluwa is involved. We trivialize everything. That's why we cannot even preach the gospel today. We can't even preach the Bible. Because if we go back to Genesis, you will realize that most of the things you are working with today is false. Genesis will tell us that there is water above and there is a firmament holding the waters from above. Science will tell us that people have been traveling outside of the earth, going to Mars, going to Jupiter, going to all these things. We believe it. And you cannot say it's not true. They are not going anywhere. Because it's a foundation. So the whole system is in a lie. I've told the leaders, I said, this year, I will just chip arms more. Because if the church must know the truth, then we must open the scripture back and begin to read. If we really believe the scripture, let's study the scripture and know what's going on. So what happened when Adam and Eve left the garden? The Bible said God used a cherubim and protected. What is that cherubim? What is that flaming sword? What does it signify? So when we begin to talk about gates in the realm of the spirit, when you approach a gate, how is it going to look like? For some of us that we've experienced dimensions outside the normal, you know, dimension that we know. When you approach gates, when you approach the gates of the Lord, how does it look like? How many of you have read Revelations before? And how many gates are situated in every direction? How many? Twelve. Why would God build heaven with 12 gates, representing 12 tribes of Israel. That means one gate for one tribe. Yet we are still, uh, what, what about gates? Now, I even go to Noah. You see this year, tell yourself, I don't know enough. There is a reason men will say, you are the mighty God. Or men will say, uh, 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 you know, and things will begin to happen. Or you speak a word and it comes to pass. There must be certain knowledge and revelation that must back you. Is it not in scripture that the Bible said that Daniel prayed and the prince of Persia withstood the prayer for 21 days. He kept praying for 21 days. And when the angel eventually came through, he said to him, he said, Daniel, since the day you prayed, an answer was sent. 
But an angel, the prince of Persia, withstood me. And he said something. He said he needed to call an enforcement. He called for an enforcement. Do you know what happened there? There was a battle at the gates. The prince of Persia is a rulership in those days. My God, I'm seeing something here. Maybe I'll calm down the way I'm preaching. The prince of Persia is actually a principality that rules over the Persia kingdom, which is Iran today. Because they changed their name from Persia to Iran some years ago. So that prince said, this answer is not coming through. I'm the one in charge. But Daniel stood in the place of prayer. Many of you do not understand why a prophet will stand and say, by my words, no rain will fall. He shut the gates of heaven. Every gate that will bring in rainfall on earth, he shut it down. By prayer. So, you would think he was joking when he wanted to open the gates and he put his head down. But you will not understand that by the mysteries of heaven, there are seven gates that guides the rainfall. So he put his head one. He said, go check, no sign. He, put, he was unlocking them one after the other. 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 And then when he finished, he said, what did you see? He said, I saw a cloud like a feast of a man. He said, go tell the king, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. But if you read it normally, you would think he was just putting his head down. So there is a mystery. There's a mystery. These men, they knew the mystery. So they could lock up heaven at their will. We know nothing in our generation, but we are the most proudful generation. That's why when God begins to give you some strange knowledge, esoteric knowledge in the kingdom, he makes you very humble because he equips you with keys to deal with people. They will just be moving in a, in a cycle. Nothing will ever work. Because you, understand, you, you have gained mastery over the destinies of men. Imagine God telling a person that loved heaven. He said, go to the brooks and I'll feed you there. Where will you find a bird feeding a man? And some group of young chaps made mockery of a prophet. Say, oh, bald man, go ahead. Go, go up here. Oh, bald man. Bald head. Just normal mockery. You'll have a bald head. Two beers took it upon themselves to act on, on behalf. They, there are keys this man held that to mock them is an instant judgment. To mock them, instant judgment. But you see, those days are coming back to the church. I'm telling you the truth because the, the, the Bible said in the last days, knowledge shall increase. 
some, some people are, don't worry. You see how they are using, anybody can put their mouth on any pastor. Put their mouth on him. Don't worry. A time will come. You put your mouth, you'll run mad the next day. You'll return after one day. You, you will, when they are talking about men of God, you take off. I'm telling you, it is, it is coming. It is coming. Very soon you begin to hear men of God making decrees. And it will be happening. Because God is equipping his church back. That's a, there is something Peter knew he had when he looked at Ananias and Sapphira. He said to them, you are finished. When he met the man at the beautiful gate, he said, silver or gold we do not have, but that that we have. When are we going to come to the point where we know what you have? When a man say, I have anointing, it's not pride. Go and sit down. If you cannot declare what you have, you can't give what you have. You know, if you come on, if you come on social media and you say, I, I am this, I am this. Some people think it's, it's pride. Because they want to shut you down. So you, you never declare, I'm anointed. So some of you can't even come online and post your picture and say, I'm anointed. Because you're afraid of what your friends will write on the comment section. Because you know they know you very well. But the Bible said, we do not regard any man according to the flesh, but we regard him according to the spirit. So those that know you by the flesh will say this is who he is. But in the spirit, you are declaring Rema. They don't know. And your revelation is about to come. Now, what is the message for today? There is a dimension of God that is coming to the church. There is a dimension of God that is coming to the church. You think the problem, the limitation of God is your small weakness. When you enter that dimension, the last thing you'll be thinking about is that weakness. You sure the encounter will burn off that weakness. Well, when you see God face to face, you will understand that certain things are not, that they were just distractions. It will not matter in the face of Jesus. Because we are not seeking for something more. Men that had tools. That's why Peter could stay in the prison. Why the church prayed for Peter, an angel showed up and said, my friend, it's time to go. Took him. They went from this one, went from this one, went from this gate, went from this gate. The last gate that opened was the iron gate. I didn't read that the scripture. And the Bible said, it looked as though Peter thought he was sleepy. He was dreaming. An encounter that makes your dream a reality. Learn how can you sleep tonight and meet angels and they take you on a journey and you wake up and your spiritual life is boring.
The reason you are looking at me now, I say, oh, well, I don't even want this level. Let me just come to church and say hallelujah. I'll go. That's why you are bored. That's why you are bored. The day you say, and all your friends fall under anointing, you know that anointing is sweet. You know it's sweet. You go back to the place and say, Lord, I thank you for what I felt today. You know, you know. somebody said to me, I finished praying one day and I went, my friends, they came to my house. Immediately I shook one. The person fell under anointing and I was like, what is going on? And the other one started shaking under the anointing of God. He says, I'm excited. I say, oh, you better be. You better be. But today we don't shake under anointing, we shake in fear. And Noah walked with God and he was no more. That's a revelation he captured. His flesh could not handle it and metamorphosed. It can be explained. If you want the teaching, we can give you. Oh, sir, you can pray and elevate. It's a possibility. You can pray and walk through the wall. It's a possibility. Why do you need? But, sir, I don't really need to be able to walk through the wall. Don't worry until police enter your house to arrest you for preaching the gospel. Why would they equip us like that? Because a time will come when they see that you're a minister of the gospel, they won't give you visa. So all you do is to sit down. Say, I hope the meeting is set in the U.S. Yes. You sit down and say, Father, I give you glory. You are there. Teleportation. I know they are saying, is it possible? Is it? Is it? In? You, know, you know the reason why you are questioning this? Because they have effectively destroyed the history. In 1638, a group of young men in France went about preaching the gospel. They captured them and cut their head off. They took the head, carried their head on their hands, and the head was still preaching the gospel. On records, but they will not allow you to access the books until you begin to meet certain men of God that have secret books that recorded the mysteries and the manifestation of God. Is it not the Bible that said that when they took John to kill him, they put him on hot oil. They, they, they fried him like egg. <laughs> Imagine Somebody came to the house of Bishop Idahosa of the blessed memory and they knocked at the gate. Bah, 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 bah. He said, who is there? He said, we are the men of the night. He said, I am the man of the, of the day. I am coming. They said, we are sorry, sir. They said, we are sorry, sir. It's a wrong house, sir.
her. The woman was preaching. Some group of men planned to attack her. So while she was preaching, they sent the man. The man went to the altar. When he got there, he stood there for many minutes and ran back. When they asked him, why didn't you attack her? He said, you should go and test and see. Go and you will experience why I couldn't attack her. Today we sleep, we are afraid of one witch. Small witch. That couldn't even turn to a proper lion. He turned to a pigeon. You know, you know that there are there are things that you see when I talk like this, I hardly talk like this. If I come on a Sunday, I will minister along along this thing. But let me tell you the truth. Some of the things you hear are just not what makes you solid. It's, 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 it's going to be annoying for me to go to sleep and, and I'm praying, oh, Holy, Holy Ghost, protect me. It's, I can't pray that prayer. By the reason of what? He will give his angels charge over me. Why would I disturb the Holy Ghost? And, and where would they even plan to come? Have they not learned? So, sudden prayer is, is, is demeaning my status as a son of God. Jesus said, I'm a son of God. They picked up stone to stone him. He said to them, of what works did that, do you stone me for? He said, we don't stone you for any works. We stone you for blasphemy. Because you being a man, make it yourself equal to God. Because you call yourself a son of God. And Jesus said, is it not written in your law? And I said, ye are God's. Someone born as a God kind is still busy fearing witches and wizards and all those. They sh- they, they, the fire coming from this meeting tonight and everywhere, they know I'm the one preaching. Let them gather and come. They can't even. You know, there are people they can't come, they can't even plan to come. He said, Surely they shall gather. They call your name like this. Their kingdom is finished. Was conducting a deliverance on a lady and the spirit spoke through her and they said, the spirit said, well, well, we are just watching you to penetrate. We are are going to penetrate you one day. We are just watching you, but you are just, there's a word, the the, the, the demon, he said, you are fortified by knowledge. You see, you are fortified by knowledge. I looked at them. You see, you are not fortified by prayer. It's knowledge. It's what you know that fortifies you. You shall eat anything poisonous. It shall not harm you. And they are telling you, don't eat food when you get there. If you are hungry, eat it. Eat it. Oh, when you fly in the dream at night, you are a witch. We have been flying. Moving from dimension to dimension. Preach from here, we move to another place. When the enemy comes, God would lift us up to another place. Have you not encountered things like that? When you maybe a dog will come and you are off. 
Now you are a witch because God took you to another place. Yet Elisha, Elijah, you know, Ezekiel will say, and the Lord took me into the spirit. And I saw myself on top of a mountain. So they are all witches and wizards. We are going to possess our gates. So that we can rule effectively. So we can rule effectively. Many of you do not understand this. Please understand this. What Adam lost was the gate. Do you realize that the serpent was mentioned? He was more subtle than all the animals. Yet he didn't have any access until he was able to penetrate the mind. And he relinquished the gates. So what did God do? He just guided the tree of life. Because another person is now in charge. Until a moment. So when Jesus went up to fast, the devil came. Say, if you are hungry, I know you are hungry. Turn these stones to bread. Jesus said the word. You see fortification, knowledge. He didn't say, <laughs> let's fight. Have you never, have you not heard or seen in the word? The Bible says, with a word, he cast out demons. With a word, he never fought them. We are the ones fighting. He never fought them. And what happened? He took him to the top of the temple. He said, if you're a son of God, throw yourself down. For he said, he attacked his defense system. Can you watch this? He said, for he said, he shall give his angels charge. I don't want to break that sentence. He quoted scriptures, but he quoted it wrongly. So, what he wanted Jesus to do is to test the scripture. But you don't test the scripture. The scripture is real. It's not for testing. He said it's written. He said, okay. He showed him all the glories of the earth in a moment of time. And he said, if you bow. And Jesus said, you, you, you dare not bow to any other. Today, we are going to possess the gates. How are we going to possess it? Let me say this. You have a gate. Your gate is already possessed. Either by you or by something. Because the day you were born, gates over your life got established. And I can show you. What happened? Jesus got born. What happened? The star appeared. A sign that a gate has been established. They followed that. 
they tracked it. If you look at your life now and you know that things are not where, it's time to investigate. So friends, if you are in Lefke, you are in Magosa, you are in Guzeliot, you are in Lefkosia, it's time to possess the gates. Equip yourself tonight. Equip yourself tonight. The least thing God wants to deal with this year is sin, iniquity, this one, this one. Go higher. Go higher, those things will drop. Just one encounter. One encounter. I'm telling you, one encounter. You will be, you'll be looking for the weakness. Uh, you'll be even be testing to see if the weakness is still there. A brother told me how he struggled with pornography and then one day he heard a man of God say, an encounter ends everything. He said he stopped praying, I bind pornography, I bind spirit of loss, I bind this, I bind it. He went and closed the door. He said, Lord, I want to encounter you. I don't care about the things. I just want an encounter. And he started fasting. He got an encounter. He said while he was praying one day, suddenly a light just flashed. When he opened his eyes, he was on the floor. But he didn't know what happened. After one week, no desire to open laptop. Two weeks, three weeks. He said he, he, he even shocked himself. So he went, he, he went to test. So he opened the stuff and started watching. But instead of the pleasure he was so irritated by it. You don't, get, you don't defeat a weakness by running away from it. The real defeat comes when you are faced with it. And it doesn't... That's why the Bible said the God of this world has come. That's what Jesus said. Pornography will come. You will have nothing. He says, sir, I'm whom the son you've been trying to set yourself free okay don't open laptop after 11 and we we, we, we focus on all these things as though they are the only addictions and stuff like that why some of us we are addicted to sleep and we don't know it's a problem we are addicted to food. It's called gluttony in scripture. Where food can never allow you pray at night. Because you must be loaded to sleep. Now, let me give you some tools. If you want to pray at night, don't mix it with food. 
don't eat or eat light. Starch, don't eat starch. Starch has a way of dealing with your system. If you want to pray, eat veg. They call it Daniel fast. It helps loosen up your body. Fasting is very important this year. And I have never seen anybody except ignorant people die because they fasted. Let me say this as we pray because we must close by nine. Fasting does not make you any more powerful than you are already. Power does not come by fasting. The Bible says you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Power does not come by fasting. I will tell you what fasting does. The day you receive power, power was lodged in your spirit man. And your body wars against your spirit. So many times, what your spirit is loaded with cannot find manifestation through your body because your body is too alive. So what fasting does is to quieten your body so that your spirit can have access. So you don't know how powerful you are until you fast. And then, suddenly, power begins to flow through your mortal body. And you say, wow, because I fasted, I, I received power. No. Your body died so that the life of Christ will be made manifest through your mortal body. I know a church, I think Levkosha is fasting. Today is their last day. fast, it won't kill you. you even be more healthy. But sir, when I fast, I am always very weak. That's the trick. If you ever fasted for seven days, maybe six to six, you notice that the first two, three days is always difficult. Because that's when the flesh is fighting. Go and eat now. Papa already said, great grace. Great grace. Just go and eat. That's why some of us, we ended the fasting on time. Because suddenly we had a voice from God that said, just close it. And then you realize it wasn't the voice of God. Immediately you finish eating. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Immediately you close that fast. You realize the enemy has just tricked me big time. I was supposed to do this six to six for seven days. After three days, I just told myself, oh, you know, you know, God has taken over the situation. After eating, I realized I just spoke to myself. 
How I wish you will find friends that will challenge you in fast. Not in how many people said hello. Hello, hi. Do you know I, I, seven people approach me today? They say hello, hi. And that is your glory. Your glory is hello, hi. From people that want to consume you. such glory and you think God hates you because nobody is coming and saying hello hi while God is actually protecting your glory by hiding you from wolves our generation needs help and when you tell the truth you don't understand but thank God nobody feeds me so I can afford to blow the truth the way I want to blow it. Because if you, if you take me out of the church, I'm still a millionaire. So, you don't pay me to preach. Therefore, I can preach what God said I should preach. Without recourse to any man. That's why I always tell every young man of God, go make your own money. So that you can preach what you want to preach. So that nobody will use money to tell you uh, they will hook your mouth. So you, you can't open your mouth to say what you want to say when you want to say it. This year, any enemy that will tamper with you, they will regret it. They will regret it. A, a lady confessed and said something. He said, while I was in the kingdom, in our kingdom in the waters, he said, there is what we call the sacred room where there are least of men of God. He said, we have least of men of God. Those men of God, we don't go there. So if you, when they initiate you, the first place they will take you is there. So you know, you read, one of the people, they call their name, uh, 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 Kumui, uh, Pastor Kumui of Deeper Life. You know, um, the one of prayer, mountain and prayer, uh, prayer and mountain, this thing. Some great men of God. He said, We saw the names, Prophet Makandewa, this one, this one. You know, pa, 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 the least. He said, Those ones, which is don't go as attack. The devil himself is the one that gives entities, principalities, or powers, or wickedness in high places that stand to try to do something. But not for witches and wizards. You go there, you die immediately. Bishop Onyebo said, I have no business praying against witches or wizards in this altar. But any day they fly across this place, they will drop and die. That, that's a decree of a man. He said, the word of God is power. When you make a decree, it stands in the realm of the spirit. Because you know your left to your right. You know what you are doing. You are not carried about by what is happening around the world. You have a direction. There are things that guide your system in life. And they will tell you, you are a Jew man. You are a D distant. If Even if you don't have an example 
of how God can use a weak man and turn him around. Look at me. And at least in the small area, use me as an example. You think if you take God serious, you will be poor. Don't let them lie to you. Don't let them lie to you. Just love God with everything. It may take time, but you will see a constant growth. The more God will trust you with finances, the more he will keep making you into millionaire. Because he knows that it won't stop you from preaching. It won't stop you from being committed. There are some of us who come to church because of what we need from God. The day we get it, we need follow-up to come to church. That's the time we begin to say, let me think about coming to church today. You say, let me leave it tomorrow because I have an appointment with somebody. Somebody came to me and I, I, you know, I prayed for him. His business started doing well. One, I, I stopped seeing him in church and I called him one day and I said, why are you not in church? He says, sir, I know the business I do. Even I do meetings on Sunday morning. I say, from Monday up until Saturday, at least Sunday from morning. Is if that, okay, let me not mention the time. You know, so you don't locate the church immediately. You know, I said, so from these three hours, these three hours is not enough to say, let me give it to God. You have meeting, you are too busy for God. I didn't say anything to him, but immediately I understood where he was going. Six months later, he came back and he said, sir, I lost everything. I said, now you are coming to church. Create a system of coming to church first. Some of us joke, with God as though we have not read the prodigal son in the scripture. Don't take from God and go out and ignore God. You will come back one day to the system of lack. It's not a cause but it's just the system. Once you disconnect from the source, you run out of resources. It's a system. You, can, you, you cannot change it. You disconnect from the, from the source, you run out of resources. Because I signed a one million contract, I will stop preaching and go to UK and sit down and be saying a millionaire. No. So you can see me hold the mic and still preach. Because there's something greater than that. Let's change our focus. Uluwa is involved truly. I want us to secure the gates. I want us to secure the gates. Let's stand on our feet. Let's stand on our feet. You know, you are so anointed. You are so anointed. You are so anointed. You are so anointed. And every gate is subject to you.
Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And ye be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. That the King of glory may come in. And there was a question, who is the King of glory? They said, the power Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. He is the King of glory. He is the King of glory. He is the King of glory. Please increase the volume on the keyboard, please. The King of glory is here. Every gate of brass, every lock gates in the realm of the spirit, we come against them now. We command them to be shattered. We command them to open. We uproot it from the hinges. Somebody open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost. Ma pala de kokona ande hato, ebele to kona ande kaya, empra nandunia si to kaya pa, ende la duma toka, esi inda kokia, heleu zunu, ampra ntale katoi, hey, akaliando koma, hindi asia ka, enimo osisi enkora hai. Ina ento hey akia leto onto ya santo kuma embrate koko esi dete ya antoka omia sente kia hante ebratakea the gates are secured. Open your mouth and pray, 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 pray. Gates over my family.
Just open your mouth and pray, 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 pray. Lebatora sandikaja la pahande, la presende cosa pahaya. feel it in the atmosphere. My God, I see glories. I see glories. Your gates shall be open continually. I decree and I declare your gates shall be open continually. Your gates shall be open continually. Your gates shall be open day and night. Your gates shall be open day and night. In this year of great grace, great grace shall assess your gates in the name of Jesus. Great grace shall assess your grace in the name of Jesus. No more lack, no more lack, no more struggles. No more lack, no more lack, no more struggles. No more, no more struggles, no more struggles. The gates are open. The gates are open. The gates into northern Cyprus. Gates into Cyprus. Lift up your heads, all you gates, and be lifted up. Yeah, indoors. Now the king, 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 the king of glory has come in. Cyprus anymore in the name of Jesus. Cyprus is yours as a nation in the name of Jesus. Every gate in Lefka open up now in the name of Jesus. Every gate in Lefka shall open up in the name of Jesus. Every gate in Kyrenia open up right now in the name of Jesus. Every gate in Iskele open up right now in the name of Jesus. Every gate in Magosa open up right now in the name of Jesus. That the king of glory may come in. Every case in Kuselios, open right now in the name of Jesus. That the king of glory may come in. Open your mouth and begin to thank God everywhere, 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 everywhere. Everywhere you are, everywhere you are, open your mouth and begin to thank God. Begin to thank God.
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want you to listen. Imantiti omahante kaya papote pokoto ya eni konkoya setia tonto ya pakatia. There are ten persons right now. Just let me a bit of silence on the keyboard. There are ten persons. Everybody, lift up your hands. If you are in Levkosha, Magosa, anywhere you are, there's going to be ten persons. I see the lifting of your head. The lifting of your head. They said there is no help for you. But the Lord has become your shield and the lifter of your head. Because your gates has been lifted. Because your gates have been opened. This is what the Lord said to me. They said that they mocked at you. And they said there is no help for you and your family. But the Lord is saying I shall tell you. That I have come to be the lifter of your head. I have come to be your shield and the lifter of your head. And I command now in the name of Jesus. Oh power of God move. Ten, ten of them, ten of them, ten of them, ten of them. Palata pokata. It's happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere. There's a crowning upon your head. There's a crowning upon your head. They mocked you from the pit of hair. They said there is no help for you. But the Lord's saying that I am your shield and I'm the lifter of your head. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. No <sighs> Somebody that came with a stomach issue is gone now in the name of Jesus. The pain is gone, is gone, is gone, is gone, is gone, is gone. There is somebody that came with a sore throat. Even if you check it now, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. Healing, healing, healing. Healing is taking place right now. 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 There are things that are, you are being made whole of. You are being made whole. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Makataba shatabaya. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You can have your seat. God bless you. Give Jesus a big hand. Hallelujah.